Hello, and welcome to the My Middle Name is Trevor podcast. Basically, three artist DJs, including myself, Mr. Tony Trevor Nathan, and my two sidekicks, Mr. Nathan Swift Swiftos, and Mr. Adrian Prescott Specs. We're basically chatting about life, music, love, and some other myths and bobs, and maybe you wanted to talk about it yourself, but you just didn't quite have a bottle to mention, kind of out loud. Anyway, give it a listen, and we hope you enjoy it. Thanks. <laughs> Do you realise that this is the first time since last April we've actually we seen each other in a conversation? I've seen each other whilst having a conversation, yeah. Apart from that one time where we went out and had some lovely meat. Easy. That's you didn't have to put it like that, <laughs> yeah, Nathan. Jesus but it's, okay, cool. It's whatever. All right. Okay. So we're here, right? Big subjects. There's a lot of big subjects to discuss. First, we, what have we missed? We missed the fact that me and Nathan started off with crap first cars and you start off an Audi, which you brought. Is right? Which is also, yeah, so um, that was a bit odd. What do you I think that's a generation. Wait, why thing? is that odd? Of course it's odd. Most people start off with crap cars and work their way up. You start off with basically, you know, middle class man's car um, and giving it a working class life and then saying, you know, woe is me. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and to make it even worse, I brought it. Cash. Oh, hello. Hello. That's true. Who, true. Don Corleone? What's going on then? Jesus. No, get into now. I am going to get into a DJ thing in a while. Um, I'm going to pull you both up on something. Both up. And every time we do this from hearing, every time we do this from hearing, it's going to be the same question I ask you, okay? But let's get back to since when was starving children um, a perverted royal? Uh. A dodgy prime minister, you know, spending money on on a flat that he ain't got when he's got loads of cash. Uh, why all these things more important, uh, much more important, yeah, in life. But people, football fans, would rather be taking their anger out on some football club owners, who <laughs> all of four or five years ago, no, a bit longer than that, they were quite happy to be. They were spending money because they were winning trophies. Man United fans were winning trophies. I'm a Man United fan. I've got no problem with Glazers whatsoever. They put their money in their hat. If they decide they want to get some of that money back, that's entirely up to them. I do not understand why these people went... You know, people from, people from Oxford were up there as well on Sunday. Went to that ground to basically cause trouble. Well, they're like local that, fans, aren't they? I was, no, they're local I, fans. <laughs> yeah, you're funny. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, it's more important. Racism is more important. Racism in football. Those guys would rather smash up the ground giving it the large because they don't like the owners, then defend their own players who've been racially abused. Am I missing something here? The Manc fans, aren't they? Oh, don't start. You're the weakest Arsenal fan that I know. Yeah, it's true, I am. Yeah, indeed. You know I mean? But I'm, this is what I'm saying. Like, my, my, I do, do you know, I just don't, I don't have much to say about it. I don't even think it's a topic. I just think it's dumb. Like, it's not even a discussion, personally. Like, my whole thing is, no matter what we say, whatever our opinion is on it, like, people are going to just do dumb stuff. And they're going to do it for their own selfish reasons. Let's be honest. They didn't really care about owners of the club. They didn't care about no, the club as a club. They don't care about, they don't care about, yeah. they don't care about the club itself. You mean, they're yeah. just there just because they want to be involved. They want no. to be there. And like, you got to remember, they were doing dumb stuff. Like, obviously, they were storming it. They were letting off flares. Do you see the like, guy had a shopping on They him. were kicking ball. They were, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Listen, man, man probably come from the off license. <laughs> yeah. With his, with his tenant, he's like, "What's going on here? Let me get involved." That's it. Like, I said, I said to my, I said to my friend yesterday, I turned around, I was like, "If I would have went there, I was like, I would just done something like dug up the penalty spot and just took it home in the like put it in the um, put it in the frame shopping. and done." Do you know what I mean? I, like, I, I just couldn't get my head around it because I'm like, all the mo- more important things happening in the world, and these people on a Sunday spoiling. I mean, loads of people want to watch a match. You know, regardless of yeah, yeah, even even as a neutral, it should have been a good match. And these guys, I mean, and then they had all the presenters like praising them. I'm like, apart from um, Sunes, he just thought they were all idiots. But everybody else was like, oh well, you know, Man United shouldn't have got involved with this Super League thing. And I'm like, people just want to watch football, mate. What is this all about? Why are you praising these idiots? It will it. start. It will start with the Super League because let's be honest, the, the whole nation came together to oppose a football competition, which was. Rightly or wrongly, I just found the whole thing bizarre. With everything that's gone on in the world in the last exactly. 14 months, exactly. the biggest show of solidarity we saw was because a load of people didn't want a European Super League Super for League. football. And, Even though and we that, already have one. People yeah. just don't like change. That's all it is. Obviously, the game was still going to continue, but they were just obviously mincing it around a bit. 
And do you mean? And it's been, and what they were saying is like, oh, football's been football for God knows how long. Da, 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 and now there's this, bro. But there was talk about the Super League, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, I remember, when Champions, I remember when Champions League was just Champions. Then it became well, first been, to second place. And then it became first to fourth place. And now it's first to sixth place now, I'm about saying. Yeah, but they've been they've been talking for years about trying to amalgamate the top teams from Scotland into the Premier League. Oh, remember that? And, oh, and you know, and that's been going on now for what ten years at yeah. least. I just never happened. I just kind of just got more annoyed at the fact that it, it became such a big talking pork point point pork uh, point when there was so much stuff going on, and I just I just didn't get it. I just didn't understand why people were, what I did get angry about on the same day. You won't know, Specs, because you don't watch TV. Nathan, out of 10, how bad, just how bad was that line of duty finale? Wait, before you get into it, wait. I was going to say, I oh, don't spoil it, but because now I'm just late to the party and I feel that I need to indulge, I'm starting all the way from the back. So I'm not going to tell you not to talk about it. So talk about it, because by the time that no. I get there, I'm going to forget this conversation anyway. I have to say, if I'm going to have back, a... Com- I'm going to have a different. I'm going to have a different, or I'm going to have a different opinion of this than perhaps Tony's expecting. I have to say, brilliant, brilliant. From the, from the beginning of this series, I said from day dot, from the first fifteen minutes, this is going to be rubbish because the last series hadn't ended well. Of course, um, no, of course you did, Tony, because you, it you was call dire. stuff like that. I do call stuff because I like decent TV. I'm not one of these people who thinks Breaking Bad's amazing. You just like you just like moaning about everything that everyone finds. Can I say I am a massive? You want to be a you want to be, be the face in the crowd that everyone no, sees. No, the, no, the no, no, no. The front of the church. Do you mean I the, the am choir a boy? Massive... You want to be that dude. So what happens <laughs> is anything anything so popular, you're like, no. okay, I watch it as well, but let me just be so left about it. No. So ah, the attention's on me. Tn. No, I didn't say anything about the last series, did I? I liked it. it. Didn't it wasn't brilliant. But it was all right. I, I, it going down I don't know. We weren't doing a podcast. Then, in all fairness, <laughs> so I, I don't know what your opinion was. The first three series, of Line of Duty, are TV history. They are outstanding. You know, um, Lenny James in the first one, Keely Hawes in the second one, our cap, those dodgy coppers in the third one. Then we get to the fourth one with the dodgy Men in Black. And you're like, okay, what's going on here? No, no. Was the fourth one one when they had their 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 colleague turned out to be ropey as well. That was a brilliant one. Yeah, and Stephen it, uh, Thingy. And then it all went a little bit odd. I like it, but I would, this series, you could just see the way BBC were pinning all their, their hopes on it. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And you're like, hmm, you, you, you're kind of pushing this a little too hard. They're trying to, they're trying to oversell it, which means it's really going to be trash. I think it's just one of those ones anyway, that where people are watching it, they want to see it, and it's so just don't talk to things, just run it anyway. Because people are going to jump on it. But like, this is how this is how the British TV viewing public, and in my opinion, has maybe missed the point of what they've done here. Um, the, my my yeah, was it disappointing in terms there wasn't any action? There was that much action through the rest of the series. It's been pretty intense. Right, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oi, lips moving, still talking, and you can see (laughs) that tonight. It's not that you can't, you're not aware of it. You can actually see it for the first time ever. Now I can see how ticked off Nathan gets when he's talking and you get involved. Now I can see it. So my whole thing is, I now respect this man on an ultimate visual level. But the the point being from it is they, in order for them to to reveal H and that's it done case over there's no scope for a seventh series so they've obviously teed it up so we can go into a seventh because they've said about the inherent corruption which is still in existence and will always be actually what they've done is they've given a really good reflection of the real world because the Lord it doesn't work a lot of the time and it's it's unfair yeah. and, and it's disappointing yeah. and it's a letdown and yeah, they got their man, and we were disappointed at who it was. Everything pointed nope. to that. The trouble is, we all wanted this massive conspiracy theory. Nope. The point being that they have actually they they've they've ticked all of those boxes in that they've they've concluded it to that point, but they've opened it and said, look, this goes further, and in order for it to go further, we're going to have to look at this further. We're going to have to take it further, which is going to involve unveiling a load of stuff. But the reality is. The world's disappointing. It is disappointing. 
and that was reflected in the end of that TV program. But because everybody uses that as a fantasy escape to get away from the disappointing reality in which we live in, for the most part, <laughs> it made it doubly disappointing for people because they'd built it up, they'd built, they'd invested in it, and suddenly they sat there and went, "Oh, well, that's just like real life," <laughs> and that annoyed them. Right, I partly <laughs> agree with that because you're right. The law is a, the law is a disappointment um, on many many times, and, and life can be disappointing. Where you are flawed, though. Firstly, this thing about action. I actually don't think Line of Duty is all about action. It's about keeping the tenseness, and it wasn't there. The cutscenes were truly bad this last uh, last episode. But you were going from here there to it. It was all out of uh, consequence. Yeah, but I said that about the the preceding episodes, not the last one. Yeah, I said it had been it had been edgy seat stuff for the first six episodes. No, it hadn't. There had been okay. two or three, been two In your or three opinion. Ep- there had been two or three episodes where you could have cut everything out. Remember the one where um. There was, a, there was a, uh, the, the oh, it was two episodes back, which you only needed five minutes of a show. The rest of it you didn't need. It was, there was, it was irrelevant. What I didn't get, and what would have been a really great way to end it, instead of just going basically out like like flat can of coke, was they had the, this information on their new boss. They knew it, where it was going. They knew it was linked. The bombshell would have been to destroy her, then go for the guy above, but end there. Can they get him or not? Boom. Now it's just kind of like, does it come back or not? And it was also, it was about two episodes too long. They could have done that as a four I think they could have done it. I think, no, I think they could have done it in six. Seven was an odd number, obviously. Yeah, it was just, it was, I just, it was a, it was a really weird weekend of TV. I watched. I just feel, I just feel this is a very terrible rant about a show. No, did, yeah, but you didn't watch it, that's why. Did you watch, uh, this has, this rant hasn't even sold it to me. Well, of course, it's if you yes. watch TV. Do you know what? It's a really, it's a really good program. I'm good. It's, it's you know, really no, good it's a, program. no. I've I've been hearing it's a very good program, but the way how you broke, you broke, you broken down the last. Don't watch episode. a series. Don't watch a series. Watch the first four. And no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna go from the start and I'm gonna work my way in. I'm that dude. Yeah. But when Did I get see, there, literally, it was for me. It's like the end of um, Breaking Bad. I watched it right to the end. And I thought, never watched it. I watched two episodes and I thought it was rubbish. That was it. Yeah. The problem with that, it just takes. There was episodes where it just took so long oh, to get into, mate, and at the end, the it was fly. nothing. And you're like, an hour of what? Yeah. The mean? fly yeah. was the one. I just. There's a lot. There's a lot of those. Another one is um, um, is it Better Call Saul? Um, that was, yeah, that was, that was terrible as well. I don't, I don't get into that, Ivan, no, no, no. But, but, but as I said before, there was one great scene in Breaking Bad, the hospital scene, when he walks out of that room and then he turns to his and left. he turns to the left. And you just go, oh, my, that is a, that yeah, is a yeah, TV yeah. classic. That's up there with Del Boy falling for the bar. It's just like, did you see that? Oh my God. It was, yeah, it was one of those moments. It wasn't funny. It was just like, oh my God, you, you had to see it. Did you see Strike It Lucky this weekend? <laughs> right. I'm gonna be honest. Did you see it, Specs? Right. Did you see it? Did you see it, Specs? No. Right. No. I'm. I'm. I'm a fan of this whole Alan Shaw's Alan Carr. Uh, so Alan, Alan Carr's um, game show thing. I think it's good because. Yeah. It, it's nice to see a bit of our history replayed on a Saturday night. I don't think yeah. he's. I think he's a do decent host. About, do you think the same about Bullseye? Yeah, well, he did it. He did a version of Bullseye, and it was just—it was bizarre the way they twisted it. I sat and watched Saturday nights, and I turned around to Cornelia and went, "Oh, this is going to go down an absolute storm on social media." Isn't it was it? just. I will tell you what happened, Specs. Yeah, so I'm thinking, and none of us have gone out. I went out on a Friday night. I've still, yeah, I'd been, I'd been out late on Friday. I thought, okay, so uh, just staying on Saturday. See what's on TV. And I think Alan Carr, strike it lucky. It should be all right. So they start the credits up. And you're thinking, okay. Hello! He was so good. When they did the pan back, Specs, I never thought I'd see. I sat there. I looked at Caesar. Caesar looked at me. Three sets of contestants, yeah? All of them were black. All of them were black. Yes. And I just said to myself, I know where this is going. <laughs> I mean, it was absolute. And then from that from that moment on, the world on Twitter just went mad. I can't believe it. They only represent three percent of a nation. Is this a Black Lives Matter program? People just losing their mind. I saw one on Insta today. It's black guy. Even this black guy's one. I can't believe it. We, you know, we, we're curtailing down. The, you know, as a black man, I feel ashamed of this. I'm like, mate, it's just a TV show. It's just a TV quiz show. That's all it is. Saturday Night Entertainment. The, the bit that got me on that is just 
it it doesn't matter. And yeah. to be fair, a couple of those contestants were shocking in terms oh, of their knowledge. They knew nothing. It was like, I mean, now, I don't care what colour your skin is, you're stupid. <laughs> it's like, it those two geezers. They're all hench. They're proper gym guys. But, oh, yeah. my, but proper, proper. Aside from that, it was it was great. I mean, I always like watching it, these kind of things. Alan Carr's a great, great, great presenter. He is just, he's so self-deprecating. I, I love him. He's just, I love him. Great dude. Absolutely. He's, cool. like, he's one of the few these days that is like a proper old school TV presenter, but he's, yes. he's inoffensive in the way he does it, which is nice. My, I've got a real bone of contention with TV at the moment because it's the same dozen people doing everything. It's all the thing. Do you know what? You mentioned, you mentioned this, and after you mentioned this, I saw it and I was like, oh my God, you're right. Because I, like, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's no secret. I don't watch TV like that. How has Andy Peters still got a job? Bro, how's he still, he, how's he look younger than me? Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm not being funny. So right. That's how he's got a job. <laughs> Have you that's... seen there? There was a there. There was a program about. I think it's the show us your voice or something like that. Yeah, mm. see this. But all I these things, no. now, Alison Hammond. Why have they not got her a chair that fits her persona? <laughs> shall we say she looks like she's perched on a kiddie's chair. At a school assembly, legs akimbo, just completely inappropriately dressed, and you're dressed. just looking at her going, yeah. you don't need that on your TV on a Saturday night. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't get, again, she's all right, but how is she getting all these big gigs all of a sudden? It's like that, that this agent. house thing. Yeah, he's okay, earning his money, he's, mate. He's earned his money. Him and, him and um, oh, it's quite, it's, it's, who else? Stephen Stacey Mulhern. Dooley. He's oh, on Stephen everything. Man. Oh, mate, though. He's, he's all right, but enough's <laughs> enough. Stacey Dooley, there's only so much of her I can take as well now. Um, yeah, I honestly, I just, as I said, Roman Kemp, or what his name is, they've got a Saturday morning show now, him and his dad. They're doing a Saturday yeah, morning. Like, I don't, uh, I don't mind Roman Kemp. Did you watch the TV documentary he did um, a ba- based on his his radio producer and about the suicide male suicide. I watched the no, advert I on it, but I didn't watch the thing. That is, uh, do you know what? That was that was a really really good piece of TV. Really, I heard it's really good, and it, and I heard it's very. He, did a great he was excellent. That. He did a great bit on that, and but of course he did a, took a contract for Ladbrokes um, betting. You know, which is also good for your mental health. Yeah, nice one, Ronan. Real good job there. You know what I mean, very good job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what? No, she's got a point though, isn't it? Like, if you like, with a situation that like that, it's very it's very unfortunate in regards of obviously why he had to make that good piece of TV. But it's like something like that. If you feel such a certain way, you can't. You can't go in. So it's always good. It's always going to be good. And the thing is, the problem with British TV viewers, or shall I say, just Britain, the moment you do anything, was pulling at a heartstring, mate. You, you, you won. That's it. You're setting it. Anything. you're set in that that place. So for him to 100%. do that, and then the next thing he does, get your five to two on here. Go on, my son. No, 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 Roman. You stay away from that one. I know you're getting paid for everything. I know he wants to make as much money as possible, but you you've already made yourself out to be a saint. You yeah. now can't you go to, that yeah, way. Yeah, you need to hold that. You you need to hold that. Yeah. You know I, mean? I know he's, he's he's now issued an apology and he's not going to be working anymore. But it's like, no, nah, no, nah, you've already shown us now. You're just basically trying to fill that that piggy bank yeah. up as quickly and as these, possible. And this is another thing. Like, people think as soon as you put up a public apology, it's all well and good. Mate. Bro, that's Mate. Do you know nuts. what, though? I think, I think that's actually bad management on, uh, on, on, on behalf of his, his managerial team because you would... To a degree, because he's still, he's still going to have a say in it. He's going to be like... You know yeah, what, no, man, of course. But they're gonna, so, they, that's even made it to, to the table in front of him. Whereas yeah. any decent yes. management team would be looking at that and going... No, that's not what. That's not the direction we're going in. That's not the direction his career's going in, and and the, this is where the the BBC radio presenters impress me, because yes, they do bits and pieces for the BBC, but it's very now and then. Um, but people like Greg James and Scott Mills and who've been on it for years, yeah. they're not on every TV program no. you see because. It's different for commercial radio presenters. That's why they're taking everything they can get. And they really so get strong dollars under the BBC. So yeah, ex- no, exactly that. But also when you do see them host something, it's usually something with a bit of substance. And yeah, it might be music related. It might be a festival. It might be a gig or it might be, you know, wh- whatever never, it is. But it's never as hard hitting. That's what I'm saying. Even, even in regards of obviously whatever the spin-off is, it's very diluted. 
Yeah. So it's almost like you're just there for the face. You're just there for the credibility. You're not there for okay. But this that, could be that, okay. That's more and more more likely because they don't want to basically mix up the persona they've got of on course. Radio One. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, and that leads me to uh, talking about personas, Mister Paul Clark. Now I'm not saying he didn't do anything. And I'm not saying he did. He's stressed out. That's all I know. No, he's no, 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 no. Out. He's not stressed out. He's done whatever he's done. But why is everybody talking about Noel Clark and they're forgetting about Prince Andrew? It's okay for an actor to... An actor can basically act like an idiot and obviously he's getting slated for it. But while we're all talking about that, we're still not talking about Prince Andrew. And this is what this I is don't a royal. Get. And this is another thing. The same way that the British public love getting their heartstrings tugged at, they love the royals. So now if, if Noel Clark was a royal, bro, this would be swept on the carpet. This would be tomorrow's freaking toilet paper, mate. That's what it would be. It's that simple. And, Let's move and, on. And while, while, we're discussing, while we're, there was a discussion about Noel Clark, we had all the other stuff going on. I know we don't discuss politics. We had that thing going on with Boris and other stuff. And you think, why are we all concentrating on this? You know, and then we got distracted again, as I said earlier on, with a football thing. But ultimately, we should be talking about some a case that you know a member of the royal family met a senior journalist of the BBC, told his strange story about not being able to sweat and having a, <laughs> being in a Pizza Express, and then there's you know the photographs doing a round of him with the person that he said that he's never met, and yet we've just meant to forget about it. It's what awful. was funny is, did you see his face at the? Uh, 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 Prince Philip's funeral because it was like 25 degrees and he's there in full outfit oh, and you mate. just see the weight yeah. of the the weight on his shoulders because he's thinking if I break a single bead of sweat, sweat. yes <laughs> I'm done yeah. and he's like ah. <laughs> that was proper funny and the thing is he was there trying to empathise I actually felt a bit weird when you saw him walking up uh, they're walking up to the church and um, he was with his daughter and I thought that, they must have had some weird conversations since all this has come out. Can you imagine, you know, you, you know, just you've been pulled up in a scenario like this and then your daughter says, so Dada, what's the crack then? What's going on? What's the photograph of that young girl then? What? What does he say? How does he get beyond that? I just find it mad is because it's like when um when Harry done the um, interview with um Oprah and stuff, yeah. he was like, no matter what's going on, we've been told that we have to act normal. So, like, you can't see us, like, in a in a frenzy or despite what the tabloids are yeah. saying or anything like that we still have to get dressed act like nothing's going on yeah and i'm thinking how can you do that that is some like i don't know like behind closed doors they must have some serious like, but like you said it's like, military training or something exactly. it's training it's yeah, pure it's training because you, you know like do you, oh, you do you remember this one uh nathan remember when prince edward did that awful like it's a knockout thing he was doing oh. yeah 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 and you're just watching yeah. it thinking Whose idea was this? And my man's having to smile through it, and you know he knows this is live TV, absolute walking disaster with his name all over it. And you're thinking stuff like that. That's where. That's what I like to see. I like to see the rules a little bit squeezed. I mean, a little bit under pressure. Um, but this, I mean, the funeral. I mean, it was, to be honest, I don't see much of the funeral. I saw Suzanne recorded it. It was a bit sad. Why? Oh, you, you know, just she just wanted to. It was sad seeing you know, the, the church scene. That was horrible. It was. It was sad because ultimately, this guy, I uh, lived. He'd lived a very long life, but he'd been married to his wife for seventy-three years. But he's another Noel Clark. He had, had a little bit of a tug well, of the his bush. Cousin, his cousin. He was married to his cousin. He's, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying. It's true, don't it? Listen, okay, same. Regardless of who it is, if you put if you with somebody for seventy three years, that's deep. No, fair play. You, I mean, you, you, yeah, no, no, I hear that. There hear are that. stories about yeah, um his um you know, but you know it is it is what it is. It is what. It... And you two got a pair of dungarees. I used to. No, have, but I, don't I, would. I want some dungarees. I, I would. Boss. I would. I want. The... It wouldn't work. No, you see, it wouldn't work for me now because of my waistline. You imagine how big they'd be. I'd look like one of them old <laughs> WWE. Oh no, you know the wrestlers from back in the day. Earthquake. And there was one of them. Who was? It was when I'd look like Big Daddy. No, that's what I'd look like. I've... I'd look like Shirley no, Crabtree. Earthquake. Chunky guys and dungarees just remind me of uh, Mario. Super Mario. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd look like. <laughs> the plumber. Good. Strategic use of the word chunky there rather than fat. Well well played. No, I just bought some dungarees and I've been told I can't have any. I've been banned. I'm not allowed to have any because they wouldn't suit me. And I'm like, well, I don't know until I try them. Is that because you're not five? Possibly. Especially uh, dun yeah. Dungarees can run. The problem is they're worth for Tony because when Tony wears his jeans, he wears straight cut. 
which look like boot cuts. So when everybody's like to you, oh, Tony, you've got boot cuts oh, on. And you're like, no, they're straight leg, actually. Like, bro, straight leg's not any better. So the problem with the dungarees, because it's, because they've been, well, they made it, they made a certain way. They made it a straight leg, ain't they? Yeah. So they're not ever, they're not yeah, ever going to, they're not ever going to go down well unless if you put a pin roll in them. So, Tony, stay away from the dungarees. Nathan, don't bother. Yeah, but this is the problem. This is where fashion has kind of done me a disservice because if I wear a straight leg jean, it actually slims me out a little bit. Whereas where I wear them with a with a slim leg on them, and I don't wear a skinny because my legs are too big, it looks ridiculous. Um, but I wear a slim a slim cut jean. But because of that, they're really wide at the top and then go down to the little <laughs> little turn ups above this, me trainers. Is what we're here for. But that's what I'm saying. You still have to turn up. Tony would have it and it and it rock it and start talking some waffle like we've witnessed in the in the in, in the text convo that we have look. and they just look a hot mess they a look hot a hot mess because you see them at a weird I have angle. a problem and that's what I'm saying yeah. well that's your problem that's not my problem I'm calling it as I see when it when you see them straight on you if like, you know wow. if you know the angle looks terrible if you know the angle looks terrible but it still happens you want to address it but the fact you don't address yourself that's the problem what just put my camera on the floor and, and try and catch my feet I'm like there, there's actually interest. been a time when Nathan's done it and there's a time when I've done it and we've not yeah, had the same yeah. problem as you so yeah yeah yeah. Right, from here we it's, it's all about the angle. But in all fairness, we're speaking about camera angles. We're looking at a guy who's pretty much sat in the dark. So <laughs> oh it's a good word. job yes, we're not filming I didn't even this. Notice what's happened. <laughs> yeah. he's, ah. gone. he's just gone. I've got no Apparently, light it's a lot. Da- it's turned into night where Tony is currently in the I world. Want, I, I want to say what Nathan won't say. What's that? All you could have, all you saw. Was, was the fan. eyes? That's was the it. fan. All you saw was no, teeth and eyes. That's I it. can't even see that because he's not smiling. His glasses are reflecting. All I can see is the fan. <laughs> I got a light on, but it's not very bright. Me, pop, I can put on the light, but I'm not gonna bother. I'm not gonna bother. Do you want fifty p for your meter? I just, I like recording in the dark. Oh my god. Oh, Wait that old chestnut. You carry on. Let That's me, fine. Let me start light problem. on. Let me put light on. Listen, you, you've already stated that you're not going to be using the no, video you, because it's too expensive. Here's the problem. He turned around and said, "Oh." Right. I'm not going to put the light on. I like recording in the dark. So why does he put the light on for? (laughs) Jeez. Anyway, dungarees, right. Chopsticks. Who can use chopsticks? Yes. Me. No way. Yes. What? You can't, can you? No, of course can't. You can't, can you? I, can't, can't. I try, and I just get all like chlory. Look at my hand here. You can actually. Yeah, you're hand. a hot mess. Yeah, I can't do it. I, I learned. I learned randomly half cut in Bristol. What to use? In the place opposite the club. In the was it in the uh, was it in the Chinese just down from the club? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was um, you know, up the hill. Yeah, like, yeah. Got, there was a, there was a um. What do you walk, mean? Oh, walk oh look at him. All walk right. and walk. Walk and walk. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Walk, walk and roll. <laughs> walk and walk. <laughs> no, it's walk and walk. Walk and spring roll. Stupid as that. There you go. And I was like, yeah, and I learned half cut, and I was like, oh, that's all right. I try to look for mine now. I can I, I haven't got chopsticks to hand because I'm in the upstairs office, but I can uh, using two biros. I can demonstrate the ability to pick things up. Can you not use them, Tony? Is no, the I can't use them at all. That's why he's ticked off, no, isn't he? Uh, no, I'm just. Oh well. Yeah. So we both we both won on that one. Then mark that uh, down, specs. Uh, I really thought you'd struggle. And, uh, what about, and, I'm, and I'm left-handed as well. That's making it even worse. And so, do you use them with rice or noodles? Both. Both. Oh, okay, but it's gonna be sticky rice, yeah? No, no. What? So how much rice is left in? How much rice is left in a bowl? Well, you what you what you do or what they do? Obviously, they eat it, yeah, and then they pick up and they go at the end. But yeah, it's, there's an art to it. And if you don't know it, mate, let's not talk about it. Because you're you're trying to, you're trying to give it a disservice. You eat with the bowl just under your chin for starters in your hand, yep. and then you use the chopsticks and you pick and you scoop. It's a scoop. It's like that. And then when you get to the end, then you're like, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, right. I said, I'm, we do, I'm. We're doing all this showing. <laughs> but then what happens is when you're listening, <laughs> all you're going to be like, what, what are you on all about? <laughs> yeah. So you place the bowl, you place the bowl in your non chopstick hand and hold it under your chin. <laughs> or they can hear it. Then it's, it's a rotation of your fingers. <laughs> it's that. And then at the end, you place both hands on the bowl, place it to your lips. Take it back and done. So what you so what you need to do if you can use chopsticks, just yeah. take a photo and just send it to Tony. That's what you do. Yeah. Right. Okay. You get in really fact, we should do off. this a campaign. You get really can ticked you... off and then banned me and Nathan from recording podcasts. Yeah. If you can put it on your Insta feed, that would be brilliant. And tag him in it like he does 
every day of the week calling us out for something we know absolutely nothing about that's and right. therefore can't defend ourselves yeah that's that's right i think that's fair enough that's what i should do and it is stuff you know stuff about. what was your what was you getting at anyway in regards to the chopstick thing because we just totally just pissed on that no ballpark, didn't we? Uh, no seriously because i just i didn't i was just thinking about a couple of days ago thinking I can't use chopsticks. I bet those two can. Nah, they won't. They'll be useless. And then you go and tell me, oh, actually, I'm brilliant with chopsticks. Yeah, I'm brilliant. Look at me. Let's be honest. We didn't if actually we tell you. We showed you as well. Imagine if we're going to talk about foodstuffs, there's a pretty. I've got a pretty strong case of being all right with it. Yeah, but, but that, could be, that could be a spoon. <laughs> Not necessarily a chopstick. Shuffle. <laughs> yeah, JCB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, so you was on about me calling you out on um, Facebook, yeah? Not Facebook or Instagram. This was why. This is the point I wanted to get to. We are, we're, where are we now? Five, six weeks away? Three Oxford DJs. No, we're, we're, we are, what, five weeks away from um, being allowed, allowed to play? What, is that right? How does your calendar work, just out of interest? Well, five or six weeks? I think, I think you'll find it's 50 days. Is it 50 days? Which, divided by seven in weeks, is seven. Right, seven weeks then. Thanks, let And me know. one. Okay, so seven no weeks' problem. time. Are you prepared? Have you been getting picking tunes out? Yes. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay, so in that case, Nathan, you've been picking tunes out. So, as of every time we record this session, I want from you guys two of your bangers of that week. Not the songs you like. I mean, I like it's plenty of stuff I like. The club, the songs that you're gonna drop in the club. Wait, is this a thing now? Yes, yeah, I just told you no, I haven't. So well, you can't ask us now. So from here in, you've got to start getting prepared. Well, don't. You do. <laughs> you, you're going to go out there with you, the tunes you were playing all the last year? Yeah. You're, okay, there's nothing wrong doing that. Well, no, no, yeah, but no, no, he's not. Because he wasn't really playing any tunes last year because we didn't do anything. Well, we, before <laughs> March. So, there you go. Before there March. You go. How about that then, mate? There's, there's... Uh, do you know what it is? Like I obviously I already know that I have to um get prepared. I've not started as of yet. Um again. I am I think... I'm very I'm very lucky with how I spend my daytime, especially when I'm um yeah. But <laughs> um Yeah, j just know I'm cool, and it like when I need to start, I start. So it's I think no, but in all fairness, I think that this is probably different for you guys slightly more so than me. Um oh, no, I'm waiting for this, let's go. No, well, yeah, but you're forgetting. So, if I should return to my residency, I literally just play stuff from the last thirty odd years. No, not having it. There's not. Wait, let no, let land. Hang on, hang on. There's not. There is not. I used to be on top of the chart on a weekly basis, and I'd have the new releases, and you know, and all that, and. It was either falling into the the R and B dance R and B urban dance house deep house whatever genres it was or ballads, but there was so little coming through that was in between. And then you get a, a, you know a decent indie track or a rock track, but if it was a new release and it wasn't mainstream, they don't want to hear it. They'd rather hear Mr. Brightside. This is the frustrating part of the venue or the room in which I'm working. So there is no, there's no experiment with music apart from trying to get away with stuff so that I don't get bored and the staff don't get bored. But that's the expectation of the room. I've tried to change it. I've tried to do it a different way. And it just comes back to the same thing over and over again. I spent five years refusing to play S Club 7 Reach. You, and then I had to give in because that's what I'm paid to do. You are what's wrong with this game, mate. No, that's the problem. So then I went, mm, actually, I quite like playing stuff that I like. So maybe I need to rethink this and do, I don't know, maybe, maybe walk Can down a different question? path. Have, have, you got, have you got a call up yet? For what? For the venue, it's just kind of been. It's, it just sits there. No, but have you got a call up? Have they said to you, "Yo, like, be ready"? No. Well, yeah, yeah. There's a WhatsApp group that is just. It's just communication and has I been feel, over the last year. Is, I'm going to be really honest with you and very blunt about it. I I feel by what you just said, you've answered your own question. Oh no, so I my, know that. So, but my whole thing is that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a conversation that you've not had yet. You got time. You have time. No. This and this is what I'm saying. No, no, no. This is this is the problem. 
And I'm going to be, I'm going to be really honest I, with you. I, do, do, do you know what? If I'm going to be brutal, if one of them is, it'll probably toy. So I've tried to retire on, on two occasions where I've gone, look, I've, I've had a really, really good run, but my time's done because the passion's not there for it, playing that sort of music. But financially... I, I went back. You know, they, they never replaced me the second time. But this is the problem. This, this Again, this is the problem. And this is where you fall into this bracket now. So what happens is you're the guy now who's found the love of this game again. And you love playing things that's new. You love playing what yeah, yeah, made you yeah. fall in love with this game. Yeah, yeah. Then you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to go back. Or I have tried previously to try change the whole demographic of what this room's about. Still, still play with the format. But yeah. still just change it, what's going to work, which is going to keep them on their toes and me on my toes and just kind of just jazz it up and change it. Cool, I get that. But then, you knowing this and then still falling into the same bracket is, okay, cool, I'm going to just select and play because it's going to get the reaction that the club needs, this, that, whatever. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now, right? And mark my words on this. That wouldn't be me. I'd be like, you know what? Leave it on the head. And the worst thing is, you've already got something that you've built yourself You've already got something that you built yourself that you can take further. If you had the kahunas, you could take that brand somewhere else and you can do something and turn that into something, but you won't. You've basically made something, yeah, which is, right, this sums me up. This sums up an era. This sums up my journey, my story. And right now, I don't know what plans you have, but all I know is where whatever conversations you've been having, you're nowhere near where you need to be or where you can take this. You need to ask yourself a really tough question. And if your if your get out clause is, oh, it's the peas, bro, man. I might my, my like, take on it. Can't, and Go on. no, I'm going to be very straight. I feel that you can't have this conversation, not with me, ever again. If you turn around and say it's about the peas, you can't. You can't, bro. You can't. You can't. If you're saying you're doing this thing, bro, you're you're ruining. You're taking up space for somebody who's just starting their career. Well, that's, that's great. Come actually. out of the dance and send them in. My take on it is this: we've had a year and a bit off. A year a bit off. Um, um, I know pretty much what I'll be going back. I haven't got residency to worry about. So um, my my financially, God, Jesus Christ. If I think about the private gigs and the wedding gigs, um, I've lost money on. Um, but I had a full-time job, so I, can't, I, I, I didn't have to sweat too much about it. Um, but musically now, I'm going to continue to do little bits and bobs that I'm happy with. Back for Good can be whatever it wants to be. It can be a 90s thing one day. It can be an R&B thing. So that's fine. I want to do something. I, I want to put a house light on. Um, probably uh, three monthly, um, but I think if I've been if I was in a situation like yours, um, Nathan, where you're in a residency every week, when that is difficult, it is, residencies are hard work because you've got to keep that interest every week. Um, you've had a year of building something else, but actually still has a largely commercial element to it, and I think you can incorporate much of what you do in, in that into uh, what you do on Friday nights because there is a crossover. And I think with a year plus away from what was probably to you becoming a bit of a just a just a procession every weekend, yeah. Now you can go right. Let me get the bits of this show that I do on a weekly basis, which are commercially relevant and actually still pack a punch, and they will fit in with I think this that Friday. That Friday night crowd will have changed. They let will me, have changed. Let me tell you. Let yeah, me tell you yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you but, something. Right. My whole thing is, I, I agree with that. But and I say this to everybody and I'm like, if you're in there and you're just doing the bare minimum, you're what's wrong with this game. So when you have these conversations, when we're like, oh, the DJ's this, the DJ's that, the DJ's whatever, you should be able to turn around and say, you know, what, this ain't for me. But this young up and comer who's local as well. Bring him true. Bring him true. Give this guy a burst. Do you know what I'm saying? And start introducing to like, because what will happen is if you have if you have young blood coming in, especially in the scene. That's how I got my bus. I'll be honest with you. Somebody who's already cemented in there saw what I was doing and said, "Yo, come through." And then what happens is even when you done your ting tea and you said, "Yo, come true." Do you know what I'm saying? And it was anything. You've put us in a position. Now I've built no, what I've done. But, Do no, know, but, but nobody wants the job that that. And here's the problem: nobody wants the job playing the music that we play. Bro, that's the I'm, reason. And that's the reason the the party is full of older DJs. I, 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 bro, I, I guarantee I could find somebody by the end of tonight. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's quite. interesting. Oh, I know you could as well. That, but are they any good? But that's that's, bro, that's quite interesting. Do you have to be good? This is the problem. Do you have to be good? No, you don't. That that's that's quite interesting, because if it's if you are saying then it's a bit of a closed door job, then that means you then 
actually can make it more flexible and you can add elements to it you can go from i mean for me i'm thinking literally on what you've just said both of you that that would go from um a song based evening getting people into that kind of like you know that that, that familiarity and then finding more tracks that basically would go a bit more euphoric and then get into some at some place that actually is still commercially relevant but actually much more in that kind of like, and I despise her, but that Annie Mac thing, because that is still commercial and it would still work. Yeah. It, I, I Honestly, I, I think with the, I think, the year off, people if, want a different energy now as well. I think for all three of us, we we're going to find this. that. We don't no, know what we, we no, don't we, know what we're we walking th- back we into, think do this. we? We think this because we said this before, and this is, a, this is a subject that we've had where we've been like, all people have done when they've done lives, when they've done podcasts, when they've done Twitches, whatever, yeah, everyone's gone back to stuff they generally enjoy. Nathan went back and created a shot club and he's killing it. Yeah. So he's doing everything that he enjoys, everything we all enjoy, and just stuff that we know that he can deal with, yeah, that we've not heard in such a long time because he's been machined to play in a certain way. I've just gone back into listening just to stuff that I fell in love with. And just like I've just been educating myself and just re like starting my collection got, again if I'm honest into, I got into new stuff because I, I never really got the opportunity to mix like to, uh, as in to mix house music or you know new new house music dance tracks if you want to call it that Tony I don't know yeah. but I, I didn't get chance to to play them because that's not the music policy of the environment in which I work and this we is, have to and we have to work to these policies so that's where is, the crossovers miss this is this is the thing that I wanted to kind of like touch on and I know that you could go in and you could say, right, I've got an idea or I'm going to just test something out. Like, even if you had just a slot in the night and said, you know what, I'm going to use this as my as my social experiment. What a great right? shot, actually. A little slot, a shot club's shot in the middle. It's, yeah, it's a slot but, in the middle but, of the night. That's but this is, quite a good but this idea. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but this, I like that. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. It's all these things that you can think of to incorporate, but Nathan can do it and have the idea, but it's like they can, the, the venue can listen to what's going on or they might just pop in from room to room what they do and they'll be like what the hell is this they come over or they text him and be like mate can you make it more cheesy or can you do this or can you do that and this is the problem my my whole thing is if you've got let me word this correctly okay cool if i'm in a venue and someone books me and i know it don't get i know it don't get like this all the time and someone books me they're booking me for a reason so they're not going to book me and then machine me to do something that i don't do you got me in here for a reason yeah. Yeah. So let me do what I have to do or what people recognise and know me for. Yeah, we can, That's I, it. I, I, you can't yeah. get me in here and then and then kind of change my structure. Now, my whole thing is if I, if you're trying to change my format or change my foundation or whatever Why the case you is, me? <laughs> you're totally defeating the whole object. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and these venues have to kind of have conversations with their DJs who secure the floor. Because you have, it's like anything, isn't it? It's like when you're in a normal nine-to-five job and you've got your manager who might be telling you to do stuff but they're not on the front line, so they don't understand how the thing works. You know what I'm saying? I think we all know that one. <laughs> but, 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 this, but this is what when I'm saying. When I was doing your job, stuff. it was this, it was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or they're telling you to do something that they know won't work, yeah. but they've been told from higher to introduce, so we have to make it work. Like, all that nonsense, if, the, if, the, if you've got a club manager who understands how his club um, works, he's not really in operations. He's the, he's the audit guy, isn't he? He just wears a suit yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. makes sure that the bottles are right, the teals are right, yeah. this, that, and whatever, cracks a few whips or whatever. Bro, if you can't do the job of the DJ or you don't understand the, the demographic of how DJ life works, get somebody in under you who can do yeah, that yeah, or yeah, say in each room. Expects, well, there is a, a part, of that, part of that is quite hilarious. What a lot of people won't realise with um, nightclub managers is, and most of them are like this, uh, they're, 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 they're overseeing, they're walking around and, you know, occasionally... Um, I've had it um, back in the day where somebody's managed. Everyone's had it, mate. Man- I've had it. And this is why. Hang on, like, hang, on hang on, hang on. It's not my choice. I didn't have residences. Hang on. When, a ma- when a ma- the manager comes up and he tells you, like, mate, you want to try this, you want to try that. And I'll look at him and he doesn't realise I've been looking at him for the last 10 minutes when he's been talking to a group of girls who came up and asked me to play a certain record and I didn't want to play <laughs> it, right, because it weren't going to work. So now he wants to impress them. So I've been there and I've just gone, mate, I've just seen what you're doing. This room's busy. I don't need to play that tune. I'll get to that tune later on. So you leave me to do my job and it'll all work out. If you want to impress those three girls who actually haven't bought a drink all night, then you carry on. Managers don't understand it. Like you've said, they just need to stick to what they do. It is, it is hard though. I see where Nathan's coming from because he's that room has become its own little kind of atmosphere. But I just think mm. this break, coming back and with a new directive of what you've been doing at home, 
I think there's an overlap that would work for everybody. Yeah, but it, but the, a lot of the music I play on a Friday night ticks the boxes of the other two rooms. And what I've done deliberately is stay away from the stuff that I've spent the last 12 years playing in that room because I was sick of it. So I've moved away from that and I've I've gone to play stuff I haven't played for years and gone out and explored new stuff. But when you go back into that environment, you have to fall back into the, the, the restrictions you know that are placed on it. You know what you should do? Quit! Yeah, but that's a bit. You know what? This is this is where it is difficult for DJs. He, I mean, nah, he's a guy. I know for a fact. He's a guy who can walk into another venue, especially here. You don't even have to be here, but he can walk into another venue, especially around here, and get a residency. But there, isn't, that, but, but there isn't that many venues. That's a problem. There he's, aren't. He's, there aren't. You know what? Aren't, You've had opportunities on. before, or you could have had opportunities before, but you were so loyal to the soil, bro. You didn't want to leave. That is one thing I'm happy about, Nathan. I'm, that's one thing I'm really happy about. I didn't tie my mask down. I mean, there was, God, there was a time I was like in every club in Oxford. Remember that day? It was the specs when I was here. But it wasn't oh, just me. Mate. I was bringing other people through as well so that everybody had a yeah. little spin. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm, on, the other, on the other end of the spectrum. So when I, uh, when I first got asked to, to go to the club, I did. And then I was doing Monday nights and I was doing uh, Friday nights. And then... I got asked to go and work in another venue on Wednesday nights and I accepted. It was an Oxford Uni student night, Wednesday nights in the club. They had their own DJs at the time and I accepted going to another venue which was a Brooks night and I was already doing Brooks on a Monday and the club manager at the time turned around and said to me, uh, what are they paying you still Wednesday? And I told him and he went, right, I'll give you the same thing to stay at home in your lounge. <laughs> So he literally paid me until that Wednesday night, because he went, that Wednesday night will fold, because you, if you're not doing it, until that Wednesday night folds, I will pay you to stay at home. And I got paid to stay at home for the first term and a half of that academic year. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's good, because you're still getting money. Yeah, yeah Exactly. You still, yeah, had yeah, club, yeah, yeah. you still had that club owner on your, on your ghoulies, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's but, saying um, you jump, and you're like, how high? Yeah. And no, when no, I come no. down, do you want me to bring a cloud with me? See, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 this is why I kind of like, and this, yeah, you, you all know my history in, in clubs in Oxford. I, it's almost like, let's go in and let's just put the acid in the air and see where it lands. Um, you know, because I just wanted to play tunes. I haven't got time for any politics. You know, I've been caught when I was younger as a younger DJ. You know, I was curtailing to all sorts of people, and then after a while, when I met some really good managers and owners. Um, I've got a name check, Stuart Curley, who was one of the nicest blokes. Um, and, you know, a guy who kind of took care of me. And to a certain degree, even though he did take the mic call, uh, Rob from um, from first, he was, you know, he, he gave me a lot of breaks. Yeah, he started out all right, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was all right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of, yeah, it's different now. It is so much different now. Musically, everything is so much different. But the whole point of this conversation was going back to getting ourselves ready for... Um, for going out they're, they're... this was just a massive rant <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant no, like 15 no, minutes no 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 but no but this is what it is like we talk about getting ready to go back or whatever but what what are you getting ready for because you don't know what to expect i have to see i have to see what the scene is and what the what the whole kind of thing is going to be before we move forward no okay. nobody knows what, what you mean it's like it's like take, how can you it's no, like no, no, you, no, hang on a second. Are, take it take it take it like this so the first two or three weeks, are good. let's just imagine they're going to be dream gigs. Everything's going, you've got a good vibe, okay? So that's the point mm -hmm. of me asking this question. What were your, what are your tunes going to be on the run-up to the, those weekends? And I've got a list of them. You already heard I'm, I'm mad about that Jesse Ware single. And I know I can that make that work. That is a banger. Is it a club banger? No, but it's one that gets everybody like, no, oh, not. yeah, that's, 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 it's just a beautiful tune. Um, yeah, but you just playing a track. Like, that That was Sanguigin, you'll be right. So it's not like, oh, I'll, I'll get away with it. I mean, there's a tra another track, um, Vanilla, and it's called Swept Away, uh, remixed by Arup Roy. Arup Roy. I know when I drop that tune, it's going to bang. It's just, it's a, it's about 100, 119, 120 BPM. It's funky. It's it's almost like yacht rock house. It's just it's gorgeous. It's funk. It, you hear it and it makes you smile. It's one of those tunes. Um, Soul wise, I've been getting uh, the new Max, Maxwell's been remixed by the Realm Ascension. Wicked. That's gonna work for the R and B and soul heads. I'm already lining stuff up. Michael Gray remixes of um old eighties boogie tracks. Loads of stuff coming out. There is stuff now coming through. That's what I want to hear from you guys. What are you lining up? getting ready to play in the gigs that you hope will be your bag that's the question i'm asking now specs you said you ain't got anything at the moment now 
get back yeah get back to me until next cast i'll right. have a okay. bag of yeah cover okay. cover but tunes that basically you know you okay let's just say uh you were doing your own boat party what other tunes you're going to drop on your own boat party okay that's the vibe i'm looking wait, at you and we're not about, wait, on a boat, you're not uh, asking me this now no not now but on, a, okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah, on, yeah. on your dream boat party for the first three weeks of a comeback of a comeback you know where the curtains are up the tunes you're going to play it's a captive audience so you know you can play some classics. You know you can play some, you know, some soulful weekend. I think mean, that's quite easy as well because the people who's going to be the boat are going to be your ideal crowd. Yes. We've never had an issue with a boat. Yeah. So. So you can play anything. Yeah, but I don't want anything. I want the new bangers. Those tunes you think, oh mate, I can't wait to drop this on a boat. It's going to go off. That's what I want. Okay. No problem. Okay. Fair no enough. Problem. So Nathan, you said you've already been prepping. So, give me two boat party bangers. Uh, Noizu, Summer 91, you, you'll hate it because it's all... So Steps it's effectively... Made a comeback tune, it's effectively every, uh, every every sample used in early 90s rave oh, music yeah, no, in one track. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> um, big, piano, big piano tune, got a few of the big samples in it as well. It's been about for a, oh, a few weeks now, um, which is... Brilliant. I, I got introduced to a tune, and I can't take credit and say I discovered it because I didn't. I got introduced to a tune which I have not stopped listening to. It's Kid Krem and Jolian Petch, The Boy in the Picture. Have you ever heard that no, track? No, but I like Kid Krem back in the day. He used to do some quality tunes. And this song is unbelievable. It vocal, it's got a real disco feel to it. Um, What's it called? It's called Boy in the Picture. Right, as you know, um, I hate that term, dance music. The reason I hate this term, dance music, is because most people who listen to it can't dance. They do that jumping around <laughs> thing, where they do, you know, it's not dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep seeing these videos where people are, uh, are doing these fancy dance routines, and they're not, they're just jumping up and down on their feet, and it just absolutely annoys me. Hence my whole thing of, um, I. this is why I've got a real bee in my bonnet about, um, what's up, right, I've got it here, about... Um, What's her name? Annie Mac. Hang on, here we go. Here we go. Let me scroll through it. Got it here. It's going. Yeah. I can see, we can see Nathan here. Nathan's shrugging his... Nathan is doing... Specs, what's he doing? He's doing the dance dance, yeah? The dance he's doing the dance, dance. He's doing, you yeah, don't like him doing it. He's doing the dance music dance. <laughs> and he's not even doing it on purpose. Yeah. He's also jumping up and down. I was appreciating it. I, I think it's a great I know why you I like that. It's a great tune. Because it, it's, it's got a song to it. You've got a thing about songs. Songs and a, a nice I love, life. I love a song. Yeah. That, but we, we should love songs. We're, we're DJs. Uh, to a certain degree. There's a lot of crap songs out there. <laughs> but sure, I do like songs though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we should like a you know we should like it we should like it because it's a song. Do you not do you not find that a lot of the music that is released though like you you so you are you post a lot of music on social media yeah and you refer to it that you know and and really nice and it is nice music it is really nice music but the percentage of that that you could actually play out to a crowd of people at an event where you were there to entertain rather than playing maybe background or classy yep. music or doing a bottomless brunch or something. But if you had a dance floor of people, the percentage of music that you that you share that you could actually play and expect the dance floor to hold and, and go, you know, and respond to it is actually really small because the majority of that music is not designed to be danced to. Oh, true. But, no, 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 true. But at the same time, even though he posts as much as he does, you know what that is? That's anybody who doesn't know to get them to actually familiarise themselves. And if they yeah, turn yeah, around yeah. and say they like it, they're going to... The idea is for them to put it in their playlist or listen to it or even see what it is and then just kind of like... Yeah, yeah, no, I get, because then when it, I get that. Because then when it comes to then the dances that he does do, then he'll be able to drop it where he can drop it and it'll work. By all means, as you already as you already stated, half of the tunes you're not going to be able to play in certain hmm. um, kind of like realms will you so it it just, it just depends you have to you have to pick and choose i've got two examples so i, I was on about that, Mo, that moses boy track which i just think is just off and notch. that version i wouldn't play but the lb remix which keeps the vibe of the sax and everything um and has a much more um tighter set of drums that would bang anywhere it's, it's, it's brilliant um there was a wonderful video i put up this week uh the house gospel choir doing the dennis ferrer uh, how do i let go okay 
absolutely perfect. I still love that tune, man. Perfect know. example of the difference between dance music and house music. Because oh, 100%. Yeah, Defected, will, Defected have put out some absolute drivel over the last two or three years. <laughs> Just drivel. Yet they've sat on that. This is the same label that give us um, Hey Hey. You know, um, this, 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 this is why I get all kind of niggly. But I understand that ultimately, because of the way radio's programmed as well, going back to Annie Mac and Danny Howard, um, that people are more attuned to a certain frequency of kick drum, snare, hi-hat, bass level. You know, that's why Gorgon City is still popular. Gorgon City are dire, but it works. It works for that mass market that used to be trance. It wasn't that long ago, but trance dominated the way dance music was. But it was soulless, absolutely soulless. And another great example of that would be Robert Miles' Children. People go down as it's a legendary track. It's soulless. It's just a very well-polished, it's soulless. And when it breaks down to that, that, that weird kind of um, stringy pluck, it's just powerful. And that's a big thing. In the same way that... Um, uh, faithless, I can't get no sleep. Ultimately, it's just, it jugs along. But when, when those stabs come in, ding, 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 ding. Anyway, Nathan, Nathan named his two tunes. So the next time you come back here, Specs, you've got to come back with, and I don't want any this higgledy piggledy waddy wiggy You we, get, we you want, get what you ask for. We want you ask for something, I'm going to give it you. Oh. you got, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> he's, giving me, he's giving me the task, and now he's moving the goalposts. I'm going to give you if well, I if I put on a dance, it's gonna bust. That's what well, I'm gonna. That's we're, what I'm gonna do. we're we're in we're in Nanton's world now. You have got to remember that it's, he can he can pick up his goalpost. He can the move good thing about he wants, this is he can take his ball home. He can do whatever he wants. The good thing about this is everybody now knows what he's on, what he's like. If you're gonna, you mean, if, anybody who's like, oh, that tune that is he's all right. <laughs> he's not. If you you can if, hear every cast, he is not. You're gonna bring a load of old grim and trap, right? See if, what I mean? It better be. It, it has to be better than Dizzy Rascal. Let, I love let you. me just right? let me let me just tell let me just tell you something, Nate. Yeah. yeah. Hear him talking rubbish. He already knows when he says specs come true, I do the job. No questions. That's it. So he he's on me. No, I'm not. But he knows I can do the job. Because if I couldn't do the job, he'd just keep me on the podcast and nowhere else. No, no, I, he wouldn't even I'm have me here. I'm just afraid it's gonna be a load of old grim. I mean, leave me alone. Okay, leave me right. alone, because I can do what I need to do, and, and you know that. So leave me alone. The only other question I'm going to ask is: it will will it be lots of angry men or will it just be some people? No, being a bit more oh, one of them might be. One of them okay. will be. Right. The other one won't be. Okay, that's all I need to know. Right, so we're going to move. We're going to wrap this up. Right, have you had friends round for drinks? What's that gap for? Have you had I'm friends just, round for drinks? I'm just, I'm trying to think about the times that I haven't. Of course, I have. Right. From a okay. long time. Right. From a long time. Even when you lot was being old men talk about remember when he was like remember when Nathan was like, Oh, I even looked at people funny if they had if they didn't have a mask on. Bro, these people are in yeah, my people, house. people like you, he didn't say that. Anyway, I'm gonna ask this. So have you had people found for drinks? Have you been in your garden though? Oh, no. No. You seen the weather? Exactly, right. Last Friday, yeah. I decided to go out and I thought I'd be out for two or three hours. Six You probably had shorts on as six well. Six to one thirty. It was freezing, pub garden, pub garden. They got all these heaters and stuff. Mate, I was cold to my bones. We had drinks around our house a few weeks ago. Only a few people come around. We had whenever, Did you get in by Dave? You, we had... We, we... Okay. No, no, I'm still waiting for a one. Okay. I, I've seen he's, he's frequented quite a few bars since they reopened. Yeah. I would even, and, uh, I would do you know what helped. I saw was lovely on Friday night? He was out with uh, Canal oh. and Ashley. They're all sat there and he's, he look, he actually looked like he'd taken his adopted grandkids out for the evening. <laughs> it was. It and, uh, was. It was. He's, he's there. And, and I'm thinking, they've done well there because I don't recall me and Specs getting an invite out for a drink. Mate, you know. And not Saturday nights, so I'm not doing much at the minute. So the main reason I was started this you know, discussion before you started jumping on me, so you, that means you've not used one of them fire pit things. The worst invention of mankind. Of mankind. They just you, make you smell you a smoke. Have, oh, you you mate, have time, you have. You've got time. You, you're the person who probably sits and when you're up late, you watch like QVC and you buy all the nonsense. You do the stuff that my nan does now. Mate, yeah? they're terrible. So a fire pit would be that. If you haven't bought it, you've got about half of your half of your old school friend them who probably own one. And they say, oh, my word. And the worst thing is, oh, it's not practical. Oh, it looks cute at night. I thought it'd so be warm. So you got it because it looks cute. The thing's trash, yeah, man. I've got to tell you that. I'll get a chimney. I'll tell you what gives off more heat. I'll tell you what gives off more... Bro, I'll tell you what gives you more heat. What's that? If you turn your phone upside down and put a flash on me, <laughs> that's what gives you more <laughs> I just, I just need to understand. 
the whole, again, going out and having jars with your friend them, and you're in a pub garden, and it gets late, obviously, and it's, it's normal, it's normal, it, it gets late, cold. and then it gets cold, and everybody's still out there in their afternoon gear, moaning about how cold it is, but still not getting their ass up to go home. You pub garden folk... Or a different breed. Mate, that first one different I Different breed. Honestly, that first, That's the commitment, see, isn't it? That's the you commitment. See, you, see, you see how it's been raining? Oh, mate. No. I can't how many people been in that garden? And, oh, no, it's okay. It's got shade. It's got, it's got shelter. Nah, Shut your shelter mouth. What? No, Shut no, no, your no, no. mouth, man. When that breeze comes through. Go Tesco's, get a few tinnies, <laughs> get a few barefoot in Blossom Hill, go your yard, invite them same people around, and instead of making s'mores on one of them stupid fire pits that Nanton's at, just, you mean, like, literally just get some scones or something like that and just warm them up or whatever. Yeah. Just everyone talk nonsense and watch and watch terrible TV. Do that. Yeah, watch a lot of finale of Line of Duty. Is it Series 6 or 7? Like, it's, is it series? I don't six. even care, mate. Six. six. Right, that's it. I'm wrapping up because I've seen enough of your ugly faces. Um, I now need to uh, get out of here. I, I need to, uh, you know what, looking at this right now, I need my to run. tell you guys. Finish like, my run. Yeah, I, legit, I legit need a haircut. Legit need a haircut. Yeah, but what are you going to do with it? I don't know. I might, I might lock it. Still, I might do a mat. Yeah, I wanted to lock it as well. I want to lock mine. I'm not locking it. Behave yourself, man. If how, I long, it. how long is it? Right before you see, actually, we just say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Oh right, are we still doing? Yeah, that? Yeah. I didn't realise you. Was, I thought you'd finished recording. You said that's enough. We're out of here, and then started talking about other bits and pieces. I was just being Cheers, and really, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back, I'm hoping, the next seven to ten days. We're doing less of these now, but we're kind of still enjoying it. Something new could be in the offing. You'll just have to wait. Thanks a lot. <laughs>